Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome back to more to it. The show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey into deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude, and today, got to thank you guys once again for the reviews, subscriptions, five-star ratings, and hope y'all pumped to join my membership program on YouTube. Yep. Go get it right now. Wally's World, you could be a teammate. You could be a starter. You could be an all-star. You could be a Hall of Famer. Something I wasn't even. <laughs> I'm over asking people to be Hall of Famers on my membership. <laughs> Fool, you wasn't a Hall of Famer. I hear y'all. I was on every level, college, high school, uh, but not when it counted. <laughs> not at the pro level. But you know me. I ain't going to talk too much about that, but I am going to tell y'all what's up with that dude. Let's do it. Um, We had a big practice because we got a big game coming up for my little itty bitties, my seven-year-olds, my boys. My Baltimore Ravens are going against the Los Angeles Rams, and these little itty bitty Rams are better than the big Rams, <laughs> at least last year, uh, not the year before when they won the Super Bowl. But um, this is the same team that beat us last year, so in two years, we only lost one game this team and we saw that same team in the championship game after they beat us a few weeks earlier and we got them so we got them when it mattered we got them when it counted uh now my guys know those guys they're familiar with them even though they changed their jerseys we changed our jerseys um now it's time to go out there and let's get it um and it was good to see my kids because I don't lie to my kids. I always tell them, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Y'all going to compete. I don't know who told y'all competition is bad, keeping scores bad. I was like, Psh, they lied to y'all. So I got my kids out there competing, and they competed in practice. So now I'm scared because they probably wasted it all in practice. They look good in practice. They beat everybody in practice. But um, this game is going to be interesting. It's 8 in the morning, my kids. Uh, let's just say they uh, like to sleep in. <laughs> so- it's gonna be fun no excuses man but uh i got my play calls ready let's see how these boys respond i'm pumped for it i was also pumped because my wife came back from her trip to europe <laughs> excuse her right left me at home with these baby kids man kids were good though actually because they had their structure they had 
school. So it was simple. Just make sure that they went to bed on time so they will wake up kind of close to their on-time schedule. But every day is something different. One kid wakes up a little earlier. One kid wakes up a little later. And I'm, I am so mindful of rest because I was a kid that was starved to rest. I always thought that, oh, I'm good because I only need four or five hours. I thought that was a blessing. Yeah. It came with its curse. Uh, I couldn't stay healthy because my body never rejuvenated, never recovered. So I don't want my kids to get into that. Plus, it affects your mood, et cetera, you, you know, your brain power, all that. So I get, I let my kids sleep. I do not wake my kids up. And if you wake up before all the kids are up, you have to be quiet in this house <laughs> or I will get loud in this house. Right. So it's just cool that the wife was back. We reunited. Oh, yeah. And it feels so Yes, we did. But she came back in great spirits. I I guess that vacation, obviously, relaxation and also going on vacation with a bunch of other women. Let's just say you realize your problems ain't that bad because, <laughs> you know, if you go on a vacation with more than five women, somebody divorced, somebody getting divorced, somebody don't want to get married, somebody single, somebody a single mama. <laughs> it's like rare to see somebody just like, no, nah, I'm just married and got a few kids and I'm boring, you know. So uh, she came back. I think a little, uh, a little more aware and a little more appreciative of how great she has. Damn it! <laughs> now nah, how great a relationship we have as well. Um, finished it off last night. Uh, had some fun in the backyard. Sipped one. Uh, let one go up in the air and waved it like I just didn't care. And then had a meeting uh, with one of my partners, uh, Michael Pierce. That's my dog right there. Been my friend. Been my neighbor. Partner. Uh, and we discussed this opportunity for a beverage company. Oh, mm-hmm. and an endorsement from a beverage company and looking forward to, uh, seeing how that plays out, but that was fun. All right. Let's talk about something that was fun on social media, this debate. And I got to jump into it. And you know me, I don't jump in first. Uh, I don't start nothing, but, uh, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> so I get to topic sometimes a little late. I get it. But damn it, y'all attention span that bad? Y'all can't wait a couple of days so I could get more facts? I almost like to season my meat and then put it back in the fridge and let it sit for a couple of days. As long as it doesn't rot, shoot, it's going to be better. It's going to be even tastier, right? Y'all be wanting to rush soon. Something come out. Everybody in their car phones. <laughs> car phone. Remember that. <laughs> Everybody in they phone, on their phone in their car just talking about the story. Story ain't even broke yet. You just heard the headline and you over there just breaking it down. I'm like, all right, I need to get in that game because I can see why you guys do that. It's a lot of response when something first happens. But there's also a lot of intelligence if you just wait, you know? You know me. Going to go back to my colors line. He said, when we run down there and get one of them, he said, man, let's walk down and get them all right. So I like to walk to these stories and get it all right. And I never do. <laughs> I never get it all right. But Ebony K. Williams, woo, that bus driver debate. Hey, girl, mm, we heard you. You wouldn't date a bus driver. <laughs> Soon as she said that, I was like, ah. DJ, cut the music. He's like, no, nah, he did. Nah. <laughs> what? are you talking about okay all right let's get it going um this is interesting uh because she said that and we heard her and then the other lady tried to give her a life rap but also checked her a little bit so she went into more of the mental attributes more of the spiritual attributes more of the habits of a great husband a great partner someone to date 
And Ebony kind of just went to the results and just kind of went to what she really wanted, her preferences. And then that went awry. So that turned into her now. And she's still on it. This clarification tour. And she's been on it ever since. <laughs> when you step in it, just go home and wipe your shoes off and wear them again. Do not try and now parade around everybody who clowned you, who was looking at your shoes, talking trash, and then say, no, look at them. They clean now. That's not going to work. Let's talk about what she's done and what she was thinking. Um, she tried to backpedal or broaden her comments into actually black excellence. And I'm here to tell everyone that excellence has no different racial versions. <laughs> And variations. Excellent is excellent. But uh, I digress. We'll have that conversation another time. But I knew I was, oh, now she into the panda world. Now she over there just trying to, oh, let me save myself because, ooh, I have offended some people. Now it's okay to offend people because if you feel that's your truth, that's your truth. But when you go on a clarification tour, when you go around and you're trying to clear everything up and you're trying to broaden things, maybe you didn't exactly say what you really meant. So let's talk about what she said um if you listen to her this is what forever single sounds like and that's not to damn her that's not to condemn her but i just know that's the chorus of the forever single they talk about things that are not the main ingredients of a successful relationship an occupation is more important than the occupation i'll say it again an occupation is more important than the occupation. Don't believe me? Uh, let me give it to y'all all in digestible ways. Uh, James Evans. <laughs> you remember? Good times? Yeah, yeah. Papa James Evans had an occupation, right? He was always looking for work, but he found some work. An occupation. Tremendous relationship. Uh, the occupation is like a Blair Underwood in every damn movie he is. <laughs> oh, he always got a good job. He always fresh to death. He half the time married and ain't never faithful, right? Ain't never happy. <laughs> never in something good forever, right? So being serious about this, uh, being a married man and understanding what was happening here, she has now become the poster woman for don't miss the boat waiting on a yacht and i've always said that my homegirls especially the forever single ones and i could see it coming when they were 26 and they were talking now i was like you better change that tune better change that attitude or else you're gonna be forever single don't miss the boat waiting on a yacht and ebony k williams is sounding like that person why um because that person thinks that the success that money will bring you is going to glue a relationship together. No, it's the esteem that you have for whatever you're doing that is going to be the glue to any relationship. So you don't have to make a lot of money. If I were a school teacher, like I raised my hand to be, but then my other hand was raised as well, saying I'm going to get bigger, faster, stronger, and end up playing in the NFL. But this hand was up first. I wanted to be a school teacher. Are you kidding me? On my $47,000 a year salary, I wouldn't be damned or doomed to a lesser relationship? No, not at all. And I understand where she was trying to go. She was trying to say, look, I want people to aspire to be the best. And then in the best, that obviously has an equation of monetary success, or it has a job with reverence and high esteem. And she's saying a bus driver, that is not it. That's a fallback occupation. You did not wake up when you were nine years old 
and looking at the walls and looking at the popcorn ceiling that you grew up under saying, oh, man, once I graduate, I want to be a bus driver. She's going there. Y'all need to go there, too. Now, that doesn't mean that being a bus driver isn't success, but that doesn't mean it's also something you designed and dreamt of as success. Right. So both things can be right. I didn't dream about this, but this is still something that I respect, something that I revere, something that is my success. And I tell people that all the time because playing football, people just think that that is the ultimate level of success. And I'm like, well, one is not because I get a check from somebody who is the ultimate level of success. If you want to stay in this narrow lens, why he pays every single player here and still has enough for profit and enough to spend on his grandkids when he sees them. <laughs> you know what I mean? like that guy is even more successful to me. But I get it. We're all in that top one percent, the point one percent. Let's say that. But we're not the only versions, y'all. We are not the only types, entertainers and athletes and high net worth people are not the only versions of success godly i've been broke before and i understood what happiness looked like then and godly i got five dollars now and i still know what happiness looks like and since i have five dollars now i still have marital conversations and difficulties and arguments and differences like everyone else no matter how much you make and some would say you got more because you make more let me tell you what you do have more of temptations, opportunities, things you can make happen that could undermine your relationship. Yeah, you have more of those opportunities. Why? Because you don't have the same budget, right? So say you're the guy that's cheating and you're making under $50,000 a year. There's a certain point you're going to be like, dog, we ain't getting a hotel this time. (laughs) Back in this car, girl, right? Um, But if you got the dough, You ain't never thinking about ever going to the back of the car or limiting how many times you guys hang out because you can't afford it. Right. Just simple stuff, simple mathematics. But those mathematics are not as simple when it comes to relationships. Look at the divorce rate and the divorce rate is spread across all socioeconomic categories. So I know where she was trying to go, but she just didn't get there. And one thing I don't like is that we're making this a black woman expectation problem. Don't do that to black women. Don't do that to her because other races have a, let's say, smoother or quieter understanding of the dynamic at play. And that dynamic is wealth building. And that dynamic is different with other races than it is with black America. Be real. Black people in America have the highest poverty rate, right? So the wealth disparity and the gender disparity within it is a consideration along with the education disparity, right? With black women versus black men. Like we ain't going to go into those weeds, but basically that helps you understand that she is trying to illuminate what a lot of other races already smoothly digest, right? They smoothly digest that the wealth transition in this country, the greatest way to exchange wealth in this country is inheritance. Number two is the institution of marriage. So partnership matters if you're going to look at it and reverse engineer it in terms of wealth. If you're going to say, okay, how do I get someone to give me some money? Well, the easiest way to get money in this country is not to build a business. It's to have mama and daddy say, here you go. And that's been the number one transmission of wealth. Number two is marry somebody who got that, right? 
And she's trying to basically say that's what she is into or that's what she wants for her, her preference. She should have just said that and stayed there and not done anything else. But she ain't listened to your boy. Your boy got two rules. I got two rules when it comes to this social media. That's why she on this clarification tour still. Two rules. One, do not respond to negative comments. And two, do not clarify yourself in the comments. If not, you don't want to listen to those rules, just grab the poisonous rope that you just have hung yourself with and forever will be at the mercy of those commenting. So that's where she is right now, man. It's kind of crazy. But I think in summation, I just want her to understand that even if you get that dough, you're still going to need more. <laughs> you're still going to need way more. And she's a smart lady. She's accomplished. Uh, I saw she was on The Real Housewives in New York, right? I guess I got to watch that one too. Wink. Uh, uh, man, it's sad, man. And that's that sounds like a great resume. Now she's on the single mama journey because I saw a video. She's a single mother and talking about that. Well, I tell y'all, this is what forever single sounds like. And I don't want to change anyone's expectations, anyone's preferences. But if you have those, live by them. Don't try to clear them up. It's okay. And good luck to you. Don't miss that boat, though. Waiting on that yacht. All right, let's talk about the Lakers right now in a good way. I always clown the Lakers, and I call them fakers. But it's just jokes, y'all. I'm like on my Chris Rock, you know. I'm just jokes. Don't hit me, right? Oh, man. But Jared Vanderbilt, oh, your cheap faker ass. He got uh, he got called out. He a true faker. Look at this. This dude went and bought, they say, like $3,000 worth of clothes, something like that, right? Damn. Um, I, I know it could have cost more, but that's still a lot, dog. I bust a Raider hat, T-shirt, and khakis. That's what, 38? <laughs> Ow, nine at the swap meet. God dang, $3,000 for one day? Whew. And that's before a compliment? She, no, sir, not me. Uh, he wore the clothes through the tunnel. And in the post game, and he posted pictures of himself wearing them on IG. Ah, this is why thieves always get caught. This is why robbers always get caught. Oh, man, because they just always stay in their own thought process. They don't ever look at it from the other side. Look at it from the victim's point of view, right? And then you can cover all bases potentially. Hey, if you're going to do something that's kind of like scandalous, least cover all bases and let somebody else post you so you could be like oh i wasn't even trying to cause attention i wasn't even trying to bring that attention to me eeps then he returned the clothes the next day damn dog what's the return policy 24 hours no so yo ass so thirsty to get in those three thousand dollar borrowed clothes layaway clothes that you're gonna take back take back take back take back and then he gonna go the next day come on the alarms are ringing in that store anyway he returned to clothes the next day and i'm like dog why would you do this like who is coming off like this is some first year out of college going to the club broke shit you know what i mean like you ever been there like i ain't never i ain't never I, I learned young that girls don't care about what you wear they don't girls don't care about i mean that jewelry and stuff that's not even they don't care about that that's just a signal to them oh you got some money or you care about vanity, therefore you're going to spend some money. Wink, wink on them or the process of getting to them, getting them, right? So 
I learned young. Like I used to be the king of taking my shirt off. I ain't doing that shit now. Though. Look at me, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. But before I used to take my shirt off in the club every time, two towels, shirt off. Y'all don't believe me? Just say that out there in social media world or to some old heads. And they'd be like, oh, Wiley was crazy, dog. Yes, that was me. But it, at the end of the day, my Equifax, my credit score wasn't my clothes. I don't even think it was my looks. I mean, I'm a good looking dude, but I ain't a great looking dude. Like I've seen dudes look way better than me. Not a lot, but I've seen them. All right. It ain't that. You know what it was? I just had five dollars in a good resume and I was a nice dude. That's all, man. That's this shit ain't hard, right? You got five dollars. I ain't say I was a billionaire, but obviously the more money you got, the more women you're gonna attract because all the ratchets are gonna come at you too. Um, but the point is he's faking it till he makes it, right? Fake it till I make it. I get that. But dog, this is thirsty. Like this shows people that one, it shows the ladies and it shows like your social circle oh you're doing way too much and you ain't even got it because if you got it why are you taking it back two if you ain't got it why are you trying to fake it in front three why do you care so much about some damn clothes when dog nobody cares about that until you make them care about that and now they care in the wrong way they are on your head no matter what you wear going forward mr vanderbilt and damn it why don't you call Auntie Gloria? <laughs> Old heads know what I'm talking about. Gloria. <laughs> oh, hey, call Gloria up and get some real clothes, damn it. But now, no matter what you wear, I tell you with the internet and everything being archived forever, no matter what you wear, dog, ain't nobody believing that. Ain't nobody thinking that's you. Mm. And there are smarter ways to go about that, man. Start. You play for the Lakers. Let me help you out, young man. You play for the Lakers. You go to a brand. You go to a store, whatever it may be. You say, yo, I want to have a relationship with you. I'll do some posts. I invite you guys to a few games. Uh, we can do some Q&As in my house, et cetera. All I need from you is a line of clothing, right? Or you can get even more. If you play well and all that, obviously, they'll pay you to do the same thing. But for now, since you ain't got it like that, just go to the damn store, tell them I play for the Lakers, and hook me up, and they would have hooked you up. But instead, you're doing some old broke, out-of-college scam shit. You go to jail for something like that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get the boy in trouble, but damn it. It doesn't sound like it's the most above-the-board uh, thing against the law. It may be. We'll see. But mm, now you're going to go in them streets. You know how these streets talk. All it takes is one of them girls on IG to be like, oh, that's him, girl. Oh. Mm-mm. Look, mm-mm. he if he got three thousand dollars, he trying to take it back. Three thousand dollars worth of clothes and take it back, girl. He ain't trying to buy nothing. He ain't trying to spend no nothing. No Birkin here, no Birkin. So, hey, dog, be smarter, man. Just think through it. If you gonna scam, smartly scam. Just stop and think. And the smartest scam is I play for the Lakers and I'm gonna hook y'all up if y'all hook me up. Because guess what? That's a legal scam. And it's also something that would get you some higher esteem from these ladies. All right. Last topic here, my boy, Jay Williams. Ooh, he wants to retire the Mount Rushmore topic from sports takes. Uh-oh. When I heard the topic and I said, oh, damn, I know where we're going, but don't take me there. Sometimes you just don't want to go where Captain Obvious is, is driving you. You're like, don't take. Oh, damn, he took me there. All right. Here's the quote. Can we first off just stop with the Mount Rushmore talk? They're not even the four best presidents this country has ever had. What is Jay talking about? That's my dog. But damn it. Everyone in this room was not even able to vote. Oh, okay. I just want to say that off the top. 
That's our metric for success, question mark. That's our king. That's what Jay Williams said. Now, Stephen A., I, I could tell he was a little perturbed. He was like, dog, it's okay to get off course, but don't go in the weeds. Don't go in the rough over there for what? Just answer the damn question. Uh, so he reminded Jay that the term's just a metaphor and not an endorsement of the presidents whose heads are sculpted into the National Memorial Duh. But Smith also acknowledged he agreed with Williams's overall point. That agreement to me sounded more like, all right, let's move on. And that's the thing about being with co-hosts or other guest panelists. There's a point where you're like, I need to get my point off. So you start off with your, your take. They start off with their take. Now you can see the disagreement in that and you guys go at it back and forth, volley, rally, back and forth, back and forth. Then there's a certain point where you're like, okay. They're not understanding me. I'm not understanding them. Even if we do understand each other, we're not agreeing, whatever it may be. Do I press again or do I just go, okay, okay, I concede. Even though I don't agree, I agree to disagree. And that's usually like, let's move on, right? And sometimes that's contentious, but most times it's just like, all right, whatever, dog. It's basically a big whatever, dog. Ain't nobody trying to go down there and nobody trying to talk about that. All right. So we all know Jay is not the first to kind of go there talking about the Mount Rushmore and crowning the best or the elite. And when we talk about it, Jalen Rose did that. Also, he did it last year. He said, can we retire using Mount Rushmore? That should be offensive to all of us, especially Native Americans, indigenous people who were the first people here before Christopher Columbus. Woo, we in that Wikipedia right now. Encyclopedia, that sounds like my third grade project. Four American presidents were put on what we call Mount Rushmore on top of the dead bodies that is buried right underneath. Amen. So I call for you and for myself. I'm owning this too. Let's stop using the term Mount Rushmore. When we're talking about our favorite rappers, talking about our favorite movies, talking about our favorite players. Ain't right. Mm, they ain't wrong. Uh-huh. They're right. But at the same time, even though they're right, I am still going to say Mount Rushmore. I'll tell you why. Um, it's not offensive to me. Um, have you guys ever been in these positions where something didn't offend you? until either someone told you it was offensive or you had to read up on the offense, right? And that that situation, let's just start in a global sense, like Jada Pinkett and Will Smith when they were sitting there at the Oscars. And when Will Smith laughed at first, right? And then Jada looked at him like, what? You don't understand. You don't know the context. You're not looking deeper into it. You're not offended by that. He got offended. Okay. Now that's a, that's a dynamic because, because of his wife. He's like, yo, I always got your back. So if you ain't liking something, I don't like it. I get all that part. But did you see how he learned in that moment to be offended? Mm. This Mount Rushmore topic to me is the same way. Like we're not going to change history. We could change how history looks. We can obviously talk deeper about history and illuminate some things that were forgotten from the past, but we're not changing history. It happened, right? Like, once I send this podcast, <laughs> you ain't changing it. It's, it's out there, dog. It's, it's a wrap. So I am not caught up in the symbolism of history because the actual fact of the matter and the actual facts and occurrences is enough for me, right? So if Mount Rushmore from hello, once you learn what Mount Rushmore is, wasn't offensive, the learned offended the learned offensive statements 
don't hit me the same, right? Uh, Dukes of Hazard comes to mind, right? I grew up watching Dukes of Hazard. I knew the song, just the good old boy. Don't mean no harm, something like that. You know, I don't know the lyrics, but I knew it. Only on the cone, it's stolen the call at the feel of Right? Breaking the way. I, I remember the song, right? I loved it. Confederate flag on the side. I didn't even know what the hell that was. And then all of a sudden, somebody said, dog, that's the Confederate flag. And I was like, oh, snap. Then I started looking back. Damn, Dukes of Hazard. Damn, I ain't seen no black people on Dukes of Hazard. Swear. I swear. I was, Did y'all? <laughs> I was like, boss, oh, damn it. All whites, oh, damn it. I was like, all this stuff got me, right? But that was me learning to be offended. I already had Confederates. I already had that that whole down south, that issue in a box learned, knowing that was offensive. But now the symbols of that and this show didn't make me all of a sudden say, now I can't watch this show anymore. Because they're actually showing the facts of the matter. Right. They're showing that people live like this back then. And it wasn't offensive to me. Right. And you couldn't teach me or make me all of a sudden be offended by that show. Now, you can make me offended of the fact that slavery existed and there were Confederates in the Confederate flag. Yes, 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 yes. But you get the difference. So when you get to of age and then all of a sudden you say, you know what? We should stop saying Mount Rushmore because of what it reflects of yesterday. I'm like, well, one, it's not about the best four presidents. (laughs) And so we already have taken that and made it loose, right? We're trying to say the best and they ain't even say the best. But two, what's wrong with it? Oh, because we know the history of it. Well, knowing the history of it and now we are doing something different with it sounds similar to what people always tell me about the n-word right you know the history of it but it's different now right so i challenge all those who don't like mount rushmore to not use the n-word maybe they don't maybe they do y'all catch all those conflicts contradictions and hypocrisies yeah me too all right y'all well y'all know what's going on right now the show is over i thank y'all man because y'all been riding with your boy and that's gonna do it for more to it check the show notes for all the information on our topics today do that <laughs> you want to keep the conversation going let's talk find me on all socials at marcellus wiley more to it is a production of dan patrick productions that dude entertainment workhouse media this show is executive produced by dan patrick marcellus wiley that's me paul anderson and nick Panella. marcellus wiley thanks for listening thanks for all the reviews subscriptions five-star ratings y'all are now Wally's world members. I love it, man. Teammates, starters, and all stars, and all of famers. We having a ball, man. There's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 